Glad to be with you once again. Let's go to Deuteronomy, the seventh chapter. I didn't get a chance to finish it because I got overcome, you know, with, with my, my spirit just bu bubbling up in me when I see what's going on in the land. I, I just, y'all got to forgive me, but I can't help it. My spirit is just stirred up against the weakness in the land because I have grandchildren. You see what I'm saying? Got another uh, grandbaby uh, girl getting ready to be born any day now. And I just, you know, when, when, when your children become my age and the world is not a world that it should be and you, and you gone on to be with the Lord or whatever, and you know for, for real that it is a heaven and hell and we nonchalant about it. But, you know, somebody's going to spend their eternity somewhere if we don't pray and pull down these strongholds. How many can join up with me and say, hey, let's start warring for the families. Let's start warring for the neighborhood. Let's start warring for the city. Not just say we need to do something. Let's take it in prayer. You know, I'd have heard people say, I pray for the whole world. Well, did the world change? You know, you got to, you got to, it's time people stop being stupid and ignorant. And it, it hurt your feelings on, you know, whatever. You can't pray for something you don't know what you're praying for. I pray for the whole world. No, man, you need to zoom in on what you're praying for. You see, you see there's a hit house on the corner saying the name of Jesus. A hit house can't be on my corner. I buy no spirits of drug selling and drug addictions and, and prostitution. And you're going to leave this neighborhood in the name of Jesus. How long are you going to let it be there? The, the, the two streets over where you live, somebody, some teenager got killed. And how long are you going to let them get killed on that block? How long are you going to let them sell drugs on that block? How long are you going to let that school be a school where nobody can pass the ACT? They're not dumb. Some people think people are dumb because of their race. Black people are not dumb. White people are not dumb. Mexican people are not dumb. I, I remember one of the presidents said, black people can learn too. <laughs> you know, and they say he's not racist. And it's racist to think that just because somebody go to Viga or Blunt, that they automatically got, that, that city got to automatically be poor. Who said Pritchard got to automatically be poor? How many of you going to rise over in Pritchard and start binding the spirit of witchcraft and poverty? If I lived over there, I have to take that assignment. You're going you're gonna to let witchcraft and poverty stay in your city? You're going to let, let corruption stay in the city government. The, the mayor's office, the, the water board, all of them, they've been corrupt since I've been living. When I, I live right on the line from Mobile and Pritchett. When you go into Pritchett, the bumps are bumpy. It's not bumpy like that just because it's black. It's bumpy because we got to destroy the, the demonic strongholds over that city. See, we anybody can talk about what's wrong, but somebody got to start conducting warfare. And we'll know when it's being conducted because you'll see a different mayor. You'll see a different city council, a different water board. You'll see streets getting paid. You'll see the crime go down. But it's the same thing been going on for 40 and 50 years. That ought to tell you you need new leadership. And you can't blame that on the white man. How many can say amen? Y'all don't want me to say that, but I'm just, I'm tired of being politically correct this, this week. The white man, the problem. Man, pray and, and take care of your own neighborhood. Pray and seek God and quit complaining about somebody keeping you down and so forth and so on. You, you don't have a chance. You do have a chance. You can do whatever you want to do. 
if you'll be obedient to the spirit of God. Let's go back to Deuteronomy 7 chapter. When the Lord thy God shall bring thee into the land, whether thou goest to possess it, and have cast out many nations before thee, the Hittites, and the Gergesites, and the Amorites, and the Canaanites, and the Perizzites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites, seven nations, greater and mightier than thou. And when the Lord thy God shall deliver them before thee, thou shalt smite them and utterly destroy them. Thou shalt not shall make no covenant with them, nor show mercy unto them. No agreement, no mercy. Don't make, don't say, devil, if you leave my daughter alone, you could come into me. Don't make a covenant with Satan and his demons. Neither shall thou make marriages with them. If you're a Christian, don't marry a Muslim. Don't marry a Jehovah Witness if you're a Christian. Marry somebody who is like-minded like you. See what I'm saying? Don't marry somebody that believes different than you. Don't make a covenant. A marriage is a covenant. Don't marry. Thy daughter shall not, thy daughter thou shalt not give unto his son, nor his daughter shalt thou take unto thy son. Don't make a covenant with somebody that's a different religion than you, thinking you can change them. Look, because in verse 4 it says, For they will turn away thy son from following me, that they may serve other gods. That will happen to Solomon. So will, the, so will the anger of the Lord be kindled against you and destroy thee suddenly. So if you a Jew or Gentile and you disobey God, the anger of the Lord will be kindled and you will be destroyed suddenly. In other words, his protection will be taken away. See, so when you read the scriptures, all of this stuff the children of Israel did not adhere to. And even though they blessed, they end up being cursed. Same thing go for me and you. God is for God. God is for whoever will adhere to his words. When you adhere to his word, his protection come. When you don't, his protection leave. That's how it works. So if they turn away, if you turn away, you're going to get destroyed suddenly. That's what you're seeing. You're seeing coronavirus. People getting destroyed suddenly. That thing came suddenly. You're about to see shortages. You're already seeing them. Cows and cattle dying everywhere. Folks finna learn how to eat beans and rice like the old people. One place God told them, I starved you. I starved you. I suffered you to uh, eat manna and starve you. I suffered thee to hunger so that you'll learn that man don't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. You need to learn that. See, a lot of people ain't learned that because they ain't had to starve. You need to starve so you'll learn that. Man don't live by bread alone. But by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God, he suffered them to hunger. Then they start crying. We won't quail. They start crying and moaning. We won't quail. We had the garlic and the onions in Egypt. And the spirit of God was angry at them because they were soft. You know, God don't like cowards. He, he, told, he told Gideon, he said, send all them cowards home. Now I'm paraphrasing it. Them that don't want to fight, I got a wife. I got a kid. None of them want to fight. Tell them to go home. Now I feel, I, I feel God's spirit. I feel the spirit of anger, <laughs> a, a holy anger. People that don't want to walk, go home, man. You, I'd rather have one person, two people in the church who, who want to walk for righteousness than somebody, oh, they're keeping me down. Man, pray. Seek the Lord. My wife not treating me right. My husband not treating me right. Well, pray. Seek the Lord. Get tough. Hallelujah. 
<laughs> verse, verse 5. But thus shall you deal with them. You shall destroy their altars. You got to destroy every evil altar, every evil covenant, and break down their images, and cut down their groves, and burn their graven images with fire. For thou art a holy people unto the Lord thy God. The Lord thy God hath chosen thee to be a special people unto himself above all the people that are upon the face of the earth. The Lord did not set his love upon you, nor choose you because you were more in number than any people. For you were the fearest of all people. But because the Lord loved you, and because he would keep, his, keep the oath which he has sworn unto your fathers, have the Lord God brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you out of the house of bondmen from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Hallelujah. Now, therefore, know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God, which keep it covenant. He keep his agreement and mercy with them that love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. Listen to verse 10. And repair them that hate him to their face. To destroy them, he will not be slack to him that hated him. He will repay him to his face. Hallelujah. So, brothers and sisters, I could read a lot of this. You need to read uh, 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 the next three verses, how the Lord is going to bless you, this and that and the other, if you adhere to his covenant. But I'm focusing on possessing the land. You got to begin to identify what's evil. Call it evil. Bind the spirit. I bind this spirit in the name of Jesus. I drive it out of my neighborhood. Drive it out of my home. Drive it out of myself, my family, my church. Begin to practice binding and loosening. And that is how you possess the land. You got to kick the demons out and release the spirit of God. Have a blessed day.